Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok. And I'm Jennifer Landa. And hey, Jennifer's back, but Joseph's on. Uh, Joseph uh, was busy shooting uh, his latest short film this past weekend, uh, which I was actually uh, honored to be a part of, along with Hal Lublin and Amy Vorpal. And we had a great time. Uh, but Joseph uh, worked, I think, about 24 hours a day for two days. So wow. <laughs> He's, uh, he's rested, taking care of life, getting back into some things. And we even adjusted our release schedule today. So thank you all for being patient. But Jennifer, you're back as well. And we're happy to have you here. I am happy to be here. If you hear any crunching in the background, uh, it is pirate booty <laughs> that my children are consuming. My yes. little Ewok children. <laughs> yes. So excuse that sound. No, but I'm happy to be back. Yeah, happy to have you back as well. Uh, hopefully the kids are having Mantel mix, uh, like Bad Batch, uh, uh, Omega, and Wrecker there. But uh, mm. we'll, uh, we understand uh, it's summer months. I totally forgot when we're getting ready to record. It is it's officially summer season. Uh, kids out of school, that kind of thing. I don't live that life. You do. Yes, yes. I, I, I used to look forward to summers as a kid, as a parent. It's a little bit uh, different. <laughs> yeah. Got to do the, got to do the crafts, you know, whatever I can. Uh, video games, Star Wars, Lego games, whatever we can do to survive. Hey, you know, that's me as well. So maybe it's mm. all the same. 
We're going to dive into some news here shortly, uh, breaking news from a long time ago. And because of our recorded schedule, we actually got to address some of news that broke this morning. We're going to get to address it here in a second. Before we do that, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download on a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, that is a way to support the show and also support your ears and your Star Wars love and soul. As always, we're doing our current ass segment. This is where we're highlighting something for you to check out and love you to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash force center. We've got some goals over there. If we reach 2200 a month, we're going to do another live exclusive Star Wars ranked episode for patrons, then release of the public afterwards. They had a lot of fun doing these sequel scenes uh, last time out. Also, we have the Indiana Jones and the Perilous podcast there now. Joseph and I will be recording our Kingdom of the Crystal Skull deep dive. And let me tell you, I've got notes because I love what that movie has to say about a lot of things. And we're going to take a deep dive there and then release all those to the public after Dial of Destiny. But you can be part of the journey now if you support over at patreon.com slash force center. And one of the things that you all made possible by supporting is Jedi Beat the YouTube Edition. Jennifer Landa taking some of her wonderful episodes she recorded in the past, the Jedi Beat, the Happy Beeps episodes, and kind of reworking them into mini YouTube, NPR meets Star Wars stories, docs. Uh, they go a lot of places. I'm excited. Jen, you've been working on them, and I know you're excited too. I am very excited. I am in the thick of it right now. I've been editing slowly every day, and I, I'm realizing I, I'm digging into the archives, the archives of Google, and just trying to find oh. all the images that I've come across <laughs> over the past however many years when I last recorded this, right? Um, so right yeah. now I'm working on the Moss Eisley Cantina one. And oh, there are so many great visual gems that I am loving finally are being paired with the stuff that I talked about on my podcast. And now you'll be able to see it. And <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. pretty amazing to revisit that story. Yeah, I saw you post that you were doing some some like B-roll reshooting almost, uh, you could call it that, and uh, it got me excited. I, I absolutely have uh, been an unabashed fan of, of uh, well, your work for, for a long time. That's how we met. I was a fan of your work and reached out to say, come on Jedi Alliance. But also, uh, I can't wait for more people to rediscover these and then go back and listen to the other, other episodes on the podcast feed. So that's coming soon. Uh, July, what do we say? July 17th, I think we're finally going to release them. Um, but yes. At the same time, you know, you want, we don't put no pressure on you. James Cameron takes 22 years to get Avatar's movies out. You can you do what you want there. It'll be all right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm really trying to make my deadline. So we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Lovely, uh, lovely deadlines will be met. Anyways, all that is at patreon.com slash force center. We're going to get to the news here in a second. Star Wars and Life Adventures uh, is our uh, catch up section. Uh, Jen, uh, you don't have to reveal uh, the secrets of your vacation. I know you, you took some uh, <laughs> time off, uh, but you're back. Did Star Wars uh, find you while you were out? Star Wars has just been finding me, like I mentioned, with the Jedi beat. That's really. The biggest uh, has been the biggest Star Wars thing in my in my life right now. And just it's amazing to see how many photographs they have of that time period, the 1970s, 73, 75. You know, I'm mm. trying to find pictures of George Lucas in 1975 working at his desk. Not a lot. <laughs> there, there's a lot wow. of him. I found a great shot of him with Martin Scorsese, but that's like 1977. I think that was like on, mm. on a lot. It's just him with Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, their relationship, um, Gary Kurtz, obviously all the the things that we've seen from A New Hope, the behind the scenes stills and things like that. So it's just been really fascinating to see how much there is available. And also there's there's I'm missing some things. So we'll have to yeah. keep digging. Yeah, no, it's amazing to, to go back and, and I'm thankful we have pictures to draw from, but uh, like you go back to my childhood, people are like, well, you know, you have any videos of you as a child? No, there's like one 16 millimeter film of me as a kid. <laughs> like, and I don't know, right. I don't know where that is. Uh, documentation a little different back then, but ah, excited, excited to dive in and see all that. So that's good. That's a good adventure. Work. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a pretty good adventure. How about you? Uh, you know what? For me, uh, I've been so. Wonderfully buried in Indiana Jones, uh, which is now something we definitely discuss here with the Perilous Podcast. Uh, I've been taking a deep dive into the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Uh, I'm doing some um, work for a, a YouTube company out there right now. I don't. It, I keep not saying why or who it is, but it's new rock stars. I'm doing some work over there. Um, great uh, group of folks uh, behind the scenes there. 
and um, working on some Indiana Jones Chronicles stuff for them. Did a, did a project for fandom on young Indiana Jones Chronicles. I've just been lost in that show and I've become obsessed with it. I won't shut up about it, Jen, because it is George refining his love of storytelling, which is in an interview. You dig into it. Uh, there's some great interviews with him and Rick McCallum talking about why they did the series and the, and, and, and the things that they put in the series. And, and one of it is George is like, cool, I found out I, I wanted to do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and do it in a more hands-on fashion. Obviously, he was involved with Last Crusade and, and you know Howard the Duck and that kind of stuff. But uh, Radioland Murders came a little bit after this. I was part of it. Uh, but this, this, and Joseph and I have been talking off air about it. Uh, Young and Andy Jones Chronicles is the reason we have the prequels. It's it's what built the prequels. It, you could say it's the they 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 walked so the prequels could run type of thing. And it's been fascinating. But it's also been fascinating to go back and rewatch the episodes and. Uh, you know, they're uh, 22 hour and a half movies now. So it's, it's, it's a little difficult to just sit down and watch all of them. Can't binge them. Um, and just discover what was in them and how, man, George, I keep saying George Lucas went hard in these, in these uh, episodes where it wasn't just, you know, I'm teaching some history. He's like, I have some thoughts on religion, politics, power, Americans, Americans' obsessions with violence, power, and war. I have some thoughts and I'm going to put it into a show. <laughs> and wow. It's been stunning in a, in a wonderful way and it's been fascinating. So Star Wars, it's definitely present and um, um, studying every little detail I can of the series has been great. So other than that, uh, you know, uh, seeing concerts and living life, shooting short films, I had to do some stunt work for it, which was great. But now my body is really sore and beat up. So happy to be sitting here and comfortably in the studio to talk oh, Star Wars. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. I'm telling you, folks. Yeah. uh, Joseph's got uh, the other short film uh, he worked on um, uh, starring Phil Lamar. And uh, that one uh, looks great. And, uh, you know, I'll let him tell you where, when when they'll be available to watch and how they, how that even happens. But uh, wonderful time shooting it. It's great. It looks wonderful. Shot beautifully. So you're excited for everyone to see it there. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, stars two talented people and me. How Lublin and Amy Warple are great. (laughs) I got to fall around on the floor, but you all see that soon. Uh, let's get to some news, Jen. We've got yes. some breaking news to get to. I saw this first on Variety. It's now everywhere. Uh, and I'll say here up top, I, I'm not shocked by any of this. I'm not surprised because, you know, the WJ strike, uh, the potential sag after strike. What's Yes, the DGA made a deal, a midnight deal that a lot of the members aren't happy. Whether or not that vote completes at the time of this recording, I don't think it's 100% complete. Whether it's a, a yes or no on that deal, we'll find out. But things are happening in the industry, and already things have been delayed. So this shift of a film release schedule is not shocking. But Disney has done a big schedule shift of all their movies. But, of course, Star Wars is in that. And depending on how you, how you look at the story or what story or what coverage you read of this, it's kind of being called a new Star Wars movie added to the slate. So to explain, Jen, I apologize. I wish we had kind of one of those uh, electoral um, college <laughs> walls on election night. Where we're looking Where's at Steve Kornacki, exactly. I, yeah. I need that, the visuals. Yeah, you posted it here. So I'll try to recap and then uh, you jump in first here with what we think. Uh, so again, like I said, a lot of this Captain America Brave New World has moved back a couple months. Thunderbolts. Blade, Fantastic Four. The big one on the Marvel side is the Avengers, the Kang Dynasty got pushed back an entire year from May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. That's significant because sliding into Star Wars, the film that had been set for a December 2025 release uh, has been moved to May 26 to uh, May yeah May 22nd excuse me 2026. Also, by the way, so many numbers and month on my screen right now that I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, so. We'll come back to that one. We believe, uh, we never, never confirmed, but the Sharmino uh, Bedchinoy film st- uh, featuring starring uh, Daisy Ridley back as Ray. That seems to be that film, but again, we don't know. Another Star Wars film is now set for release uh, on December of 2026. And what date was that? I think it's around the same time of uh, the other one, December 16th or so. Uh, And then we've got another Star Wars film, December 17th, 2027. So to recap, Star Wars film in May of 2026, Star Wars film in December 2026, and a Star Wars film in December 2027. Now, the one that was originally scheduled for 2029, I'm not in this list that I have in front of me. There could be other lists with it. Uh, So we're assuming that that's still going to happen as well. So Jen... 
Boom. I feel like Jim Cramer on Mad Money. What do you think about these dates and these months? Where do you want to start first? Well, I think it's very interesting that in the midst of this writer's strike, which I just assumed that so many things were going to be pushed back, mm-hmm. now we're getting two two Star Wars films in 2026. That's surprising to me for a lot yeah. of reasons. And number one, because is the script finished? <laughs> is it right. is it just that they're so confident that it's going to be finished by the time the writer's strike is over that they'll be able to go into pre-production? Um, I mean, it is it obviously is mm. a few years away, so they do have time. But as we know, this making movies takes a lot of time, and you know yeah. you have revisions, and you need casting and visual effects, and all these things that go into making a film. So, uh, moving the the um, the Daisy Ridley one from December to May. Mm-hmm to me makes it seem like they're betting big on whatever this new December 2026 Star Wars film is, because that's kind of like their prime slot, right? I I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, I don't, I don't want to say that they're not as confident, but maybe, maybe they believe that the the two December one is going to be like a really big blockbuster while the May one is, I don't want to say a smaller story, but not going to not going to hit as hard as what they think, you know, box office wise, the December one is going to do. It's it's a big risk. It's a big risk. And the big one, again, on the MCU side, Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. And I know there's a lot of things going on in MCU, um, potential casting changes or issues and all those kind of things. Uh, it's not MCU center. but You all know what's going on over there. But to move that one to May 1st, 2026. It, it's hard for me not to have a little bit of that deja vu with Solo, a Star Wars story in May 2017, three mm-hmm. weeks after a, a big Marvel film. Uh, and while, and, and so I therefore agree with you. I, 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 they're all, to me, and I, I know you agree, so they're all blockbusters. There's, it's Star Wars in the theater, but uh, they know that risk. And maybe my hope is they've learned. And the fact that they maybe have to do this now versus... Iger saying in the past, so I, it was my decision to hold to, to May with Solo and that ended up being a mistake. This is this is different circumstances with the strike, uh, without a doubt. So it might be a case of they have to do that. But, Jen, we know like part of the problem wasn't just you had a Marvel movie and a Star Wars movie solo in the same month. It, 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 it People go to both movies. People will go see them. The, the theaters, going to the theater was the problem. It was the marketing. It was the yes. end caps at Target that didn't have solo toys. They had Avenger toys. All those kind of nitty gritty details is maybe what is they hopefully can learn from from last time. I don't know if they mm. will, but I, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I hope. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think with Solo a Star Wars story, there were a, a lot of people who were who were just why do we want we never asked for a Han Solo story, right? Well, who whoever asks for any of these films, but like we the people I don't want to say fatigued because that's overused, but people just weren't as excited to see young Han Solo. People weren't mm-hmm. sold on the casting. Obviously, we loved Solo. I loved Alden Ehrenreich's performance, but there were a lot of people who were just like, eh, I don't need to go see this film. Now, yeah. with the the new one with Daisy Ridley, I think people are gonna wanna go see her as Ray again. I think that they're going to have a lot of people really excited to see her back on screen, screen reprising that role. So I think in that way, it's kind of like, it's a smart bet. I think that they mm-hmm. know that the audience is there and people want to go to the movies. I, I really, yeah. I feel like there's this, this push now. I've been trying to go to the movies more with my kids. Um, and I think just people in general, we're, we're ready for it. We're hungry for it. And I think that it's kind of, it's an exciting sign for the industry. And I hope, I hope it proves to be uh, a successful bet. Yeah, yeah. And these dates, uh, you know, are, are assuming there's no more, uh, conti- you know, continued labor strife or, you know, another full-blown pandemic that keeps everyone out of theaters. Uh, lots, uh, this, this, this decade, which we're now almost halfway through, which is crazy to think, um, has been full of a lot of these, we- you know, weird uh, special outliers that no one could plan for. So I think this is part of that as well. Now, I think you, you made a great point there. And I think this is a point that... Um, um, will be echoed out by, by a lot of folks is that, yes, without a doubt, I will die on the hill of Solo, a Star Wars story. In fact, it's affected friendships I've had. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a film I love so much. It's a story I love. It's characters I love so much. But I know that's not universal. Uh, I, I don't live so deep in the bubble that I don't understand that. 
Uh, and and yes, we know there's a lot of people angry in cars. They're just people who didn't connect with Ray as much as other people or the sequel trilogy. So you have them as well. But I just, I, I guess I'm swayed, Jen, by going to conventions and seeing people dressed as Ray, seeing people lose their minds when Daisy Ridley walks out. I, I think you're right. I think uh, if this is the film that comes out May 26, 2026, it, I think, could on paper hold its own against uh, MCU's uh, like Kang Dynasty MCU is a, is a behemoth in terms of just a franchise, but it's it's at times listing, and and I don't even think that's accurate. I don't know MCU stuff as much as other people. I don't know if it's fair to say that the the franchise is listing in the water, but it, it's a little. It's not as Teflon, so maybe we're in an era now. And it's not, by the way, it's also not a competition between Marvel and Star Wars. Everyone's going to see both, I think. Right. But all that to feedback to your point. I, I think you're right. That that's pretty big. The return of Ray, a new film, a new Jedi Order. I think that will be able to hold its own. I I agree. I agree. And I think you're right about the MCU not being Teflon. So mm. we will see what happens. It's the battle of, no, I'm, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's not a competition. As yeah, I tell my and, kids, it's not a competition. And I think that's one of the things I think I will be on uh, about when discussing this outside of a force center of, of, you know, you know, apples and oranges. You get to have both if you like them. You can make a fruit bowl. Okay. You just put them, you get to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> price going out to, you know, it's expensive to go to theaters. Yes. That's a concern as well. And maybe some people will have to choose um, which one they want to see in the theater. That's understandable as well. Uh, but that has to me less to do with Marvel and Star Wars and, and, and just the industry. It has to do with life right now. Um, mm-hmm. We all make, you know, choices at the grocery store. Do I, do I want the food I need or do I need to, or do I want to get the food that, that might, uh, you know, make, make me happier. Anyways, that maybe I'm working through some grocery store stuff there. Um, <laughs> we got, we got the film, uh, December, 2026. And then we got May 2000, uh, excuse me, December, 2027. We'll leave the 2029 potential film off the, off the table. This kind of makes sense. And a lot of people are going to, are going to spend some energy on, on trying to predict if it's the Filoni or mangled one. I, it makes sense to me that the Filoni one might come first now in 2020 in December, 2026 and Mangold, mm. who is, um, has said he's, you know, starting to wants to write it has, can't right now. He's a WGA member. Uh, and then he's got a project lined up. He's got his Bob Dylan biopic, I think coming up, uh, next. So mm. that kind of lines up. Um, so my question, Jen, I guess, and pulling this out here, if Filoni and his film, the New Republic era film, is in December 2026, uh, do you have any thoughts on that? That and and the Mando world and the streaming world, are we going to see some sort of shift? Never, I don't think we'll see a full shift back into only films. Why would you do that? I don't want that. But do you see some of that that era of streaming television wrapping up and leading into that? Which, of course, will allow other stories to emerge. Um, but it just seems to be sitting in a right, you know, comfortable spot to end Mando as we know it as that movie hits theaters. That makes so much sense. I was trying to figure out what what property it could be, what story it could be that's already kind of been in in the works, right? For them to move yeah. it to, to to December 2026. That makes the most sense. And I think again, they're betting big on Ahsoka is going to hit and the Mandoverse, which has already been a proven success. And it just, it makes sense. And you're going to get so many different types of people that would go get Grogu in the film and you'll get everyone. Uh, (laughs) um, But no, I, I, I just think it makes the most sense because they've been working so hard to establish that world Mm -hmm. on Disney plus. Mm -hmm. It just seems like a natural progression to end it in the movie theater. Uh, It would be, really special and i think that that's that to me is whenever they have these december movies that's what it's Mm -hmm. about as we've talked about bringing generations of fans together to experience it in the movie theater together over the holidays it's a very magical experience and i think Mm -hmm. that the that if it's dave filoni's project i think that it could it could work really well yeah yeah grogu during the holidays i mean in the theater (laughs) Right. That's that's a gold. That's a win. Uh-huh. That's a win. Yeah, and I want to be clear. I'm not suggesting anyone out there that 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 the film means Mando is done or the Mando verse as it's called often is done. I think mm-hmm. we we've even heard Favreau and Filoni say this is 
this the stories can go on and on. Favreau, I don't think, has not indicated that he wants to end. He wants to spin it off in different directions. I don't mean spin off shows, but just where the story can go. Mando season four seems to be going in a different direction. I love Filoni's comments about his film or any Star Wars film needing to have kind of a uh, event that changes or affects the timelines and the eras that they're in. Um, citing, you know, the Death Star blowing up A New Hope. It didn't end the story. It just affected it and affected the galaxy. So um, we could go on, but it just seems where we're at going into 2024. We're not, sh- I don't necessarily think Mando 4 is in 2024. So we go into 2025 with Mando 4, maybe you come back again with Mando 5 or some more shows or Ahsoka 2 or all these things, Skeleton nice. Crew 3, and then uh, it all kind of leads to that. Uh, and then that way, that way streaming can become something else, but that's probably a discussion for another day. But you know what I'm talking about? I'm just like, cool. Maybe now we get a new era of streaming programming uh, based out of maybe some of Leslie Hedlund's work with the Acolyte or other shows that we don't even know about yet. Exactly. I really do think that that's kind of what they're trying to experiment with is kind of like moving right from you get it on streaming and then you can experience it in the theaters and then you can come back to streaming. It's just going to be this kind of like cohesive uh, thing between the two uh, mediums. Yeah. And never leave Star Wars. Go from streaming to the theaters to streaming to theaters. And you know what? I'll follow as well. Mm-hmm, that's right. I'll follow wherever you go, Star Wars, wherever you go. There you go. The final film, of course, we're talking about is December 17, 2027. I don't have much to say on that because I feel it's probably mangled and mangled when he's ready and mangled when he has time. And, of course, uh, we are uh, in the Dial of Destiny uh, era right now where the fifth Indiana Jones movie is about to hit uh, the public. Uh, and uh, we'll see, you know, I know there was the reactions and the lukewarm five-minute ovations versus the raucous five-minute ovations. Uh, not surprised that any movie like Indiana Jones, uh, don't forget Revenge of the Sith was first shown at Cannes. Uh, it, 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 that's a that's an interesting, uh, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm ready to have a lot yeah. of fun with this movie. But yeah. There's already, I've seen some articles already of, of you know, well, I don't know if Indiana Jones 5 isn't well received. What does that do to Mangold and Star Wars? And you know what? He, James Mangold does not seem like the kind of guy concerned with what you think about his films other than, hey, I hope you like it. If not, I'm going to keep doing what I do. But mm-hmm. that could be me. We'll see. Yes. And I would not, standing ovations, I think Blonde got like oh, a really mm-hmm. long standing ovation. And we know how that did at the that's actually that's a great that's a great point oh god bless anyone yeah um we tried to watch blonde in this house and uh, uh, grace not keep it on uh, for a while um so um yes that is an excellent point of what goes on (laughs) Well, we'll have more uh, to talk about uh, when the uh, release schedules are firmed up and and titles and names attached to them. And who knows, maybe shifts again because, uh, you know, the strike's not ending yet. Um, Doesn't even seem to be close to be ending uh, in terms of uh, WGA. And no writers, you get no movies there. Unless we have the first ever Star Wars improv movie, which I don't think will be the case for the first ever Star Wars reality show movie. That so, would be something. There we go. Uh, we almost had it with Solo, if you base, uh, if you believe some of the reports from the first directing team, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. Uh, let's get to the news we were going to talk about today already. It's time. It's time. Oh, nope. That's another headline. Sorry. Um, I read last week's headline. We are finally got uh, some uh, a big surprise is what I was going with. Uh, surprise, surprise, it's a Star Wars video game in disguise. This past weekend, Lucasfilm, Ubisoft, and Massive unveiled Star Wars Outlaws, billed as the first true open-world Star Wars game. This was first announced way back in January of 2021. Way back. That's another lifetime ago already. This reveal happened at the Ubisoft Ford presentation at the Xbox Showcase or something. I honestly really don't know. It was uh, so many <laughs> video game uh, conference names, like I lost it. I know E3 doesn't exist anymore. That's the only thing I really know. Right. Point is, we got a trailer. We got some gameplay. We're going to talk about it here. The game will be centered around space scoundrel Kay Vess and her pet pal Nix and a sexy BX commando battle droid in a trench coat named ND5. And set in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, you'll get to take Kay and company around the galaxy and her ship, the Trailblazer, as she tries to pull off a big heist all in the name of starting a new life. So, Jen, uh, thoughts on the reveal itself? Um, this was not anticipated. Maybe someone on the inside, maybe there were some reports that something was coming soon. I do remember some burblings, but 
the fact that there was a trailer, we were actually on set and I, and Joseph was really busy. So I didn't want to tell him right away, but when we had a downtime, I pulled him over and was like, Hey director, come over here. They, they released a new video game trailer. So what do you think about the reveal, the surprise? And, and what do you, you think about uh, the time period and character and some game thoughts? I was very surprised. They, I mean, even though it had been announced, like there had just been really not much, I don't think, about this on our radar. No. And at first I thought this was Amy Hennig's game, but right. obviously it's not because I know that her she's working on a, a game with Skydance New Media that I believe is still on, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And I think there was a new name added to the team from uh, the old uh, Star Wars 1313 thing. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. And I, I know that I was really excited about that game because – it was similarly going to be about a scoundrel, a rogue, right? That was like the main character. And it was going to be an open world Star Wars game, which is what I yeah. saw people really, really excited about online talking about this new game, um, mm. which got me excited about it. And at first I thought, ah, let me just watch this trailer. <laughs> and I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. And I liked that it was a surprise. So mm -hmm. now we can get hyped about this project now that we've seen a little bit of the gameplay and seen the trailer. So I'm ready for it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the surprise. That's kind of how I like my star Wars news. Now I don't need mm -hmm. people to, to do the hot scoops and, and all those things anymore. There was a time that I've ro rolled around in that pig slot, but, but now I just kind of <laughs> like, uh, seeing some things on Twitter and going, what's this? And seeing Star Wars news and official Star Wars news. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. I, I love the trailer, um, but I just like, it was a fun surprise. It was, like uh, I said, we were so in it. I know um, covering it and just being aware of it and being aware of some types of news forthcoming. Um, you know, and I know it's different with like a movie, like, Hey, they're gonna, the rise of Skywalker trailer is going to drop on the halftime in this game. I, I that, that kind of is fun and builds his own anticipation, but this is kind of a fun thing. Uh, the trailer was great. Uh, I enjoy it. I think, uh, I understand. We'll talk about the time period here, Jen. I like that it's set between empire and return of the Jedi. That's kind of where the mm -hmm. story, uh, the storyline for the comics is right now. It's a shorter amount of time, but it's still different enough. Uh, but I also understand some people want to go to completely different new eras. I can get behind that as well. And I think you will at some point, either backward or forward. But uh, what do you think uh, about this time? Is, is it too original trilogy generation uh, centric? Are we just spoiled, Jen? Well, yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't mind that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I love this time period. This is the time period that I want to bathe in these waters. Um, and I love it because <laughs> we get to see things like the ATST, right? That we saw, I think it was in the, the gameplay or I don't know if it was yeah. the trailer, but that to, I, I love getting those, those moments. It just feels like great. I don't even know if it's fan service, but it just, it makes me happy. I'm, I mean, I, I'm willing to go to new time periods as well, but th that to me was like, all right, I think I have to get this game. I love mm -hmm. Nyx, the little Oxalato yeah. type creature, adorable, mm -hmm. the sexy droid, very <laughs> surprising, <laughs> but it, it works. It's amazing. Yeah, all you need to do to be sexy kids is just wear a trench coat. Because uh, then, then I just saw so many people uh, uh, thirst trapping over this droid. It was hilarious over the weekend. But part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah, that's 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 the world that we're headed with, headed to with AI. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I, and this is made me think about about you when I watched it. Was it reminded me of Red Dead Redemption a little bit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Would you say that in like LA Noir? Because you're not just going to be, you know, uh, beating people up and using your blaster to survive. You also have to use your wit and some strategy to make your way through this world. And that got me excited for it. Yeah, I, I, I I'm a giant fan of Red Dead Redemption two and one. Uh, one was a groundbreaking game. Two, I, I, I joke, but I kind of mean it was. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time, and and that isn't just about the open world aspect. And I have been frustrated um, with, uh, you know, the Star Wars Jedi games that they're not my favorite versus other people who love them. And, and there's a lot that they're beautiful games and I really do love, love the story and the characters and, and, and think it's great. And I enjoyed reading battle scars based on those characters. Grease is actually his love of food is um, raising him higher on my uh, death chart of, of characters. I love, but um, uh, lifting him higher, I should say, but yeah, I, I, I do want this. I do want to really, truly crawl around the Star Wars galaxy. And, it, and I know it's a little bit more difficult. Red Dead Redemption 2 and other open world games usually are in one place. You're not taking your horse into hyperspace. 
Uh, so I've always wondered in Star Wars, like how are you really going to do that? Mass Effect, which I did play the first game, had uh, that feel. You could travel around the galaxy, but still felt like you could move, uh, even though it's, for me, that first game was on some rails a little bit. So I, I'm curious about that, but what really will make it work? Much like, you know, even though I don't like a lot of the gameplay in the Jedi, uh, you know, the Star Wars Jedi Survivor Fallen Order games, the characters and story keep you coming back. That's the key. I really mm-hmm. like the time period. I really like the story they're setting up with this character, Kay Vess, uh, portrayed by uh, Humberly Gonzalez. Uh, this scoundrel in this time of, of the galaxy where that's kind of how you might survive or need to survive if you're not in the upper crust, if you're not deep into the empire. Uh, this is, might be what you have to do. And that's why it's a thriving underworld during this time. And then this is a heist to get out of it. That, that, that kind of works. That, that's not unlike some of the things that are um, in the Red Dead series with Arthur Morgan uh, and, and John Marston. Uh, you know? And so it's a Star Wars redemption tale. And, and how you go about doing that is going to make or break this game without a doubt. I'm not saying anything that's super insightful or, 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 or you know, enlightening. But but that's why I'm, I, I I I am very hopeful. I'm I'm in on the story, and then I'll crawl around this world. Mm, that is a great point. That is a great point. And in fact, when I was watching, I think it might have even been the gameplay. I don't remember which one it was, but it really felt for a moment. I I was so tired. I actually forgot that it was a video game, and not a new <laughs> Star Wars Disney Plus show. I was just like, okay, well, this is interesting. Now we're getting into. It. Oh, that's right. This is. This is a video game, and it only happened when I kind of saw a close-up of her face, Um, but it really is spectacular looking, Um, and I think that's what's going to make it, make or break it, like you said, the story. The story, indeed, and and, and one of the things that's going around, and and I think we should just... um dive right in. I'd love to get your, your, your perspective on this, Jen is this is a, a, a big game, big story, and you can't change the character, lead character. You can't customize K vest. She is who she is. And without a doubt, of course, that's going to bring out some folks who love to stoke the flames of culture wars and all those kind of things. And a lot of the angry uh, folks in cars, and, and they're going to make a lot of money being angry over this, but I, I, I just don't understand I mean, that's the point. I, I don't understand, and I, I'm not meant to understand those who would fight the idea that uh, you have, uh, uh, you know, a female lead here in this story, uh, Kay Vess. It's it's an intriguing story. As much as I love Red Dead Redemption and I get to walk around as Arthur Morgan or, or John Marston, I, I, I and a lot of fans love a character in the game named Sadie Adler. Uh, and a lot of a lot of folks, myself included, would love to see a third game based around her. It, it, it's, it's, to me... Um, it's. I would love to hear about the the representation angle from you as well, Jen. But it's, it, it's to me a good character. Iden Versio. I love playing as Iden Versio. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need it to be such a fantasy that I feel. Uh, I think it's important that you can connect to the characters. Again, that's part of the issue here. But for me as a fan, I just want a great story. And if I'm traveling around with Kay Vess and Nix, uh, that has value to me. And that's something I'd love to hear and and play and 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 play out her redemption story. I know that's not shared for everyone, and I, I'm definitely no hero for doing this. I just want to play a great game, and if I love the character, I'm on board. So, uh, getting your thoughts on that, Jen? It's 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 uh, you know I don't I don't like to often wade into those murky worlds, but it's like it's just so unsurprising that you have a group of folks being I ain't going to play no girl, and it's disheartening, but it's um, it's kind of part of the landscape, unfortunately, these days. It's you really it was kind of surprising to me to to see that discourse online and i and i did see that because i mean people love laura croft they've played that right. game no problem people i i just don't i don't understand is are they trying to to stoke the flames i mean this is a really cool character she's tough uh she's smart uh crafty i i just don't uh, to me it just seems like kind of silly and it, and uh, about the cus- being able to customize a character well, mm-hmm. you can't customize Link in Zelda. You can't customize Nathan Drake, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, so what? That's there are other it. games, you know, where you can customize your character. And maybe the next one, maybe the one from yeah. Amy, Amy Hennig, you will be able to customize your character. But that to me is like, okay, there are plenty of other options for you to do. If you want, like Lego Worlds, <laughs> if you yeah. want to be able to totally customize your character. Um, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm in terms of representation, I thought it was 
it, that was surprising for me. And it was also exciting. I'm like, yeah, all right. Because we mm-hmm. did have a uh, Cal who was in the Jedi uh, Fallen Order Survivor game. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a male protagonist. Why not? I, I just, it just seems yeah. like such an old discussion that we're having right yeah. now. And it just makes me wonder if people are just trying to be contrarian and you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just trying to, to stoke up yeah. some drama. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're, you're giving a lot of examples of, uh, you know, uh, where you can't change things. Like you said, now I'll say this, I, I, I understand maybe on the surface level of, Oh, I'd love to just have a customizable character and take it around the galaxy. I, I totally get that. Uh, you know, mass effect had that too. I also mm. think in, 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 in my note to those expressing it. And, and I say note as if I'm finger wagging, I apologize if it comes off of that. But in these, in these times with the landscape, with those out there, angry in their cars on YouTube, how you discuss uh, and how you ask for a customizable character is important to me. Don't leave that. Don't leave that back door open to those kind of discussions from these kind of folks. Um, mm. I, I understand the like, Hey, why wouldn't it be customizable? But maybe, maybe when you look out the window, maybe it's not the time to dig your heels in on that. <laughs> when you see, when you see right. those just like, I don't want to acknowledge that this a, a character like Kay Vesk is out there. Uh, I don't want to give someone else the opportunity to connect to that character. I need it to be 100% me. Um, is it, is just something to be aware of? Is is, is the only note, note I'll say? Because again, I, I I do understand on a, in a, in a for a fleeting moment that might seem like a fair request, um, but it, it's just one of those things that's big on my mind and heart. And this is going back to like the Kelly Marie Tran stuff, where uh, your your thoughts on on Rose Tico were not needed. Just the support of Kelly Marie Tran was needed. And uh, I've butted, butted heads with a lot of people in the past on that. Um, so, yeah, that's part of the discussion going on. Just wanted to address it. But in more happier news, uh, Jen, we got to see some, some gameplay. We got to really climb around this world. Uh, you know, gameplay, it's not necessarily what's actually going to fall into your lap when you have it on your PS5, your Xbox, or your PC. Uh, but I really did like what I saw. I'll say I, some of the uh, um, fighting mechanics seemed normal if that makes sense and and um meaning i i i already found in the 10 minutes it kind of was repetitive mm. um but again so is my beloved red dead redemption 2 you you kind of just going through the same sequences again it's the story it's the world and how much you feel pulled into it um both the story and the landscape and so i, I i'm not worried at all what i saw i really liked what i saw um i know you don't have as much time to play games as maybe you used to jen but uh any thoughts right. on the gameplay yeah the gameplay actually sold me i think more than the trailer because it, it did show that that you are doing more things and just beating people up mm-hmm. uh which is fine I, I you know i love mortal Kombat, but like for for me i i want to be able to do different types of challenges i love that you got to negotiate uh, with this Mon mm-hmm. Calamari character. Um, and, you know, do you want to bribe? Do you not want to bribe? Like that stuff is really fun for me yeah. as well as all the other th- challenges. So yeah, I was really yeah. excited to see that, that it, there was just different, different type of pacing throughout the game, I guess is what, what got yeah. me sold on it. But it also was terrifying, like to, to creep up on people. I don't, I don't, I'm never good at that. You know, do you no. want to send the, your Nick's character to go and press that button and then you can sneak on by. Oh my gosh. My hands are getting sweaty. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, anytime. Uh, yeah. And, and red dead, you know, go sneak in and drop some ingredients into their brew so you can ruin their <laughs> beer. I, I just start throwing grenades. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. Me too. Oh God. What a way to go out. But I, I really liked your note there. Yes. Uh, you know, like I said some of the action, I was like, yep, I get it. it I've seen it before in games and might become repetitive, but, uh, I also love what you're talking about of, of being able to kind of craft the story. Um, again, mentioning Red Dead, perhaps maybe the final time here today. Apologize, folks. I, I played with the highest honor possible. I pet every mm. dog and every horse I find. I help every person. I, I try to play with the highest honor possible. And so if I get to do that, there's wanted levels, which, um, you know, kind of harkens uh, back to even the GTA games uh, as well as Red Dead. But those kind of games where, you know, your choices matter. What yes. uh, slipping slipping around the corner and getting caught matters. Uh, so um, it's fun and exciting and a little more off the rails and ter- than uh, say like Fallen Order and Survivor for me personally. But I know a lot of people love those games. So not taking that away from anybody. 
Uh, and a lot, a lot happening here. So, uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Um, Jen, here's the final thing. The game is set for 2024, which seems like a long time from now, but that's a year only about six months away. Yeah. That's the wow. time period that we're, we're, I'm starting to make 2024 plans. <laughs> so oh my gosh. <laughs> time. Oh boy. Time has it's- no meaning. So close. So close. And I guess that's also why this was the biggest shock for me, because it is right around the corner. They are finalizing it as we record. Um, And it's kind of surprising that they were able to keep all of this under wraps, you know, that there were no leaks that I know of. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I'm going to probably wait to see is this game worth me buying whatever mm. I need to buy, right? Which might be an entirely new system, unless it's available on the PS4, which no, it's not, yeah. right? I think your PS4 becomes a, uh, oh. a bookend, a bookend no. to, to novels up against, um, <sighs> or just a Blu-ray player. Yeah, no, it's definitely, and I know, you know, Joseph's not here to say it, but it's like, he, he he's still, he, he's probably soon, eventually going to get a PS5, but, you know, yeah. one, it was difficult, and two, that's, that's a decision. Talking about the decisions that uh, we were mentioning up top in the show of, uh, you know, sometimes you have to make those uh, choices in life, and, and the fun doesn't come first, so I know maybe not everyone gets to experience this game right away, um, so we'll keep that in mind, but uh, yeah, it's on my list. I'm excited um, bring it on. I want to see if this can match, you know, I, I'm not going to hold up any game to a game I love before. That's not fair to the game. Try to engage with it as, as itself. But you know, you're promising me this huge open world. I can't wait to crawl around in it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. All right. More news on the way, but before we do that, I'm going to have a uh, audiobook for you to try out on us. It's our four center recommends. And today we're recommending path of deceit by Tessa Gratton and Justina Ireland. Yes. We here at four center are really behind, really behind on the high Republic, but a lot of you out there aren't. And if you want to catch up, here's a way to do it. You can download your free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com slash four center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash four center for your free audiobook. All right, quick break. On the other side, uh, we're going to catch up on some Ahsoka news here on Four Center. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Four Center. I'm Ken Napsok. That's Jennifer Landa. We are in the virtual studio having fun talking about Star Wars news. And while uh, we were uh, unable to record last week for a follow-up, we got some follow-up news on Ahsoka. We talked a lot about Ahsoka uh, in the Empire Magazine article last week. But, uh, Jen, uh, we have got the Ahsoka release date confirmed. Uh, the Ahsoka series will hit our eyes, ears, and souls on August 23rd. We had known August. Uh, I think late in the month was a good guess, but uh, it's official. This is it. So this gives us plenty of time to get ready for the Ahsoka report. Joseph and I will be doing that. Jen uh, will stop by if she can. We'll be doing our Four Center deep dives into the series. Cannot wait. Excited for this. Uh, but before we even get to the series, Jen, I, I need to ask you, uh, how are how are you going to get ready for the series? Do you have any plans to catch up with Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that? Or are you just going to, you're just going to watch? You know, I wasn't going to, and then I thought, no, I think I will. So I think I'll certainly revisit Rebels for mm. sure. Maybe some of the Clone Wars, I'd feel like I did not that long ago. So that's not as much on my list. I think the most important thing for me is to just honestly kind of keep my distance, keep a safe distance from the online discourse mm. because Twitter particularly, I find that a lot of the negative uh, the negative thoughts get pushed up, right? The negative hot mm. takes. Um, I saw some stuff yeah. about Hera's makeup, and I just like I don't I don't want to go down that. I don't want to go into the show already with like yeah. negative baggage, right? Like yeah. I want to go in with an open heart. I don't want to be checking off boxes. I just want to just see. Let me just enjoy the story. Right, without being tainted by what other discourse has been happening online, it's it's a fine line because yeah. I I do like to check in, but I don't want it to to tamper with my experience. Yeah, it, it it's um yeah, it's only gotten worse over and over over time, and and it's it's and I think you agree. It's not just simply that hey, I need everyone to love Ahsoka. It's just the manner in which a lot of this stuff is discussed is just exhausting, and it's not just mm -hmm. life politics. Uh, important things. Um, I love social media. It's changed uh, uh, my life in a lot of ways. It changed all of our lives, of course, but you know, yes. it gave me a career. It's uh, I was able to connect with people I would have long since lost contact with. So I, I overall enjoy it. I, I still think um, it, it's something to be explored, but yeah, it, I'm with you. I, I saw the Hera makeup eye thing and then I'm like, here we go again. Like same thing with the Grand Inquisitor and da, da, da. Yes. And I Cad Bane's hat and I just I don't care. I don't care. Cad Bane's hat? What? I, yeah. I don't care about your opinions on it either. Like I it's a double don't care. <laughs> it's just shut up and watch the show. And, and uh, yeah, and so I'm with you. And then I don't want that then I'm then I'm stewing in angry juices. And right. I don't want that. I don't want that either. Yeah. No, I don't want to marinate in that. I want, <laughs> I want to be fresh on the fryer, the Ahsoka fryer. Uh, yeah, yeah. And again, it's it, to me, I'm at the point where it's like, what does this all say to you? Like, uh, you know, again, we're diving into Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You got fridge jokes? Great. Stuff them. Sit on them. I don't care. Tell me what the movie is about and what it means to you. And if it doesn't mean anything to you, tell me that. Um, but I, I, I'm just over the, the snark and the simple stuff and the slight of it. And, and if you have strong opinions, you're listening now, you're like, well, I have a strong opinion about Hera. I, good. I, but I still don't care. I just got to the point where I don't care. And I just want to watch the show. And I just want to crawl around in it. And, and I'm excited too. I, I, I don't have any large plans to, to rewatch all Clone Wars. We, 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 you know, did that at Force Center here, but Clone Wars is so 
you know, so many episodes and so many wonderful moments. I, I, I do feel I might do one of those. And sometimes Disney Plus does it of like, hey, here's the key Ahsoka episodes or the key Kenobi episodes. Um, yes. I might go watch that. I might do that. It might be fun just to kind of really catch up as well as, you know, the, her appearances in Mando and Book of Boba Fett uh, just to get in the, mm. get in the vibe. Uh, uh, I, I love this character. I'm one of the folks who, who, who really um, grew to, you know, that that change you always hear. Oh, she went from snips to this. Like I was one of the, I don't like that snips kid. And now, um, you know, definitely, um, I almost have to be reminded if that makes sense, Jen, I almost have to be reminded how much I love this character. So many new characters have popped up. There's been so many discussions. And again, I think I got so, uh, Ash, Ashley Eckstein versus Rosario Dawson, the look of Ahsoka and Mando versus the look of the show. I, I think that's the kind of stuff where I, I, I do get affected and I start to like, you know, what? I don't even want to hear the name Ahsoka anymore. Uh, I want to pull back for that. And then I realized, oh, wait, that's right. She's a great character who's had so many moments that have affected me. And I, I want to, I need to go reconnect with that and remind myself of that before the series begins, right. not the link of her, uh, you know, um, her, 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 her lake. Well, not like the, the uh, Montreals. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, the um, Montreals. Oh, right. Montreals. Leku. Hera's Leku. Ahsoka's Montreals. Anyways, thank hope there wasn't a rant when out there listening, but I, I just really agree with you, Jen. I just, it's not about shutting out negativity or bad uh, reviews or negative reviews. I just, I need to be, I need my, my soul to be at peace to enjoy this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The Jedi way. The Jedi way, indeed. The announcement came with a short trailer, not a ton of new footage, but a highlight, one that was going around the internet. And I do watch that stuff, and I do like to see people get excited. Uh, was Sabine using Ezra's lightsaber to battle Ivana Sokno's character, Shin Hati? Uh, thoughts on that, the trailer overall, that reveal, seeing Ezra's uh, lightsaber, the one he had at the end of the Rebel series. Uh, and Sabine, again, knows a way around a, a blade with the darksaber. Uh, what did you think about all that, Jen? I, first of all, I love that they used a female voice for the vo voiceover. That was surprising to me, which it shouldn't be, right? But it is because you don't often hear a female voiceover associated with Star Wars or really like any superhero sci-fi kind of projects in general. Yeah. So that I thought was really cool and very intentional. Um, so that was number one. The moment with Sabine holding Ezra's lightsaber it was a moment that was revealed at Celebration. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it yeah. Was, yeah I, I, to be honest, like I saw it going around this week as well. And I was like, I thought I'd seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it was. But to me, it was brand new. So uh, I can only imagine how that played mm -hmm. in person. I met people went crazy because I went crazy when I saw it. Um, and I saw people online. That's a moment that people are very, very excited about. Um, mm -hmm. You know, one of the challenges with this show which Dave Valoni has said, is that a lot of people know Ahsoka. They know mm -hmm. the story of Sabine, Hera, but there's also a lot of people who don't know these characters. Mm -hmm. So the challenge is how do you bridge these, bridge these two audiences into this show? And we'll have to see if they were able to pull it off. But like, that's a moment where us fans were like, whoa, the lightsaber. And if you don't know whose lightsaber that is or whatever, right, you might just be like, oh, She's only a lightsaber. Yeah. Like, what, what's that about, right? So that's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how it plays on those two different levels. That's a great um, note there. Yeah, we were talking about that last week. It's in the Empire uh, Magazine article. Floney saying, kind of saying, hey, Ahsoka's kind of the perfect character to do that. Some people don't know her. Some people know her from this. They know her from that. And here we go. And it's in their minds. But yeah, we're here we are. We're excited for it. I love the character Sabine Wren. I think the stuff with the Darksaber and Rebels is some of the best Star Wars um, storytelling uh, out there. And it's deep and it's it's way more emotional than maybe if you remember it, if you haven't visited it for a while. So Sabine on this search for Ezra, Sabine with his lightsaber, Sabine um, wielding a saber of any kind is, is great. I'm excited about that. There's got to be a lot of people out there going, oh, cool, new Jedi. <laughs> exactly. Gonna, I don't know if create false expectations, but They'll get it right away, but it's uh, it's just something to consider uh, and something that the show is, um, I don't want to say up against. I think it's going to do well, but, uh, and, and again, they're aware of it, so they'll explain it. But it's just, yeah, I think that's a great point. Funny reaction. People going, oh, cool. No, oh, you like that Jedi? That's not a Jedi. Well, what do you mean? It's She got a lightsaber. Well, no, no, no. She's fighting someone with a red blade, right? It's it's orange. Well, it's red. It's a Sith. It's, it's, it's one of those things. But but right. at the end of the day, Jen, it's exciting. It's That's mm -hmm. why a lot of people, I have, I have one friend who's a comic, a, uh, he, he, uh, anytime a new Star Wars show comes out uh, or an episode airs, 
and there isn't a giant lightsaber fight featured in it. He just goes on Facebook and posts, Star Wars is about lightsabers, nothing more. Why not, Why don't they get this? And mm. so maybe they'll be happy. They'll definitely be happy. Yep, yep. Yeah. A lot of lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, themes, uh, things presented in this trailer. We had a lot of talk last week about what the show could be about, including this big idea of, of not just Ahsoka starting over, but uh, having been alone for so long, walking a path that was a little bit more... Uh, a solitary uh, than her past and, and kind of going, well, maybe it's time to get out there again. Uh, I likened it to lockdown, pandemic, COVID, all those mm. kind of things where just, you know, again, I don't think Dave is explicitly dealing with that in the story, but it, it, it tracks for me um, for what we all kind of went through. So I'm intrigued by that. And, and this is a 30 second trailer spot, nothing new there, but anything jump out to you, Jen? That's actually a really great point and something that I've been thinking about a, a lot lately is like when you become so isolated and you get used to that that kind of loneliness right you live with it um how do you then break through the fear of opening yourself back up again to being around people um and to and to just even being able to talk to people. I sometimes have a hard time. Like I'm not used to it. I'm uh, being in person and chatting with people without my mask on. At times I, I say things and it feels very, very awkward. Right. And I can only imagine Ahsoka's journey of leading such a lonely mm -hmm. life and how she's going to have to open herself back up, presumably when she reunites with Sabine. And that's kind of what Dave Filoni mentioned in that, like you said, in that empire magazine about at this point in her story, she's just, she's a wanderer. She's, she's yeah. been, burned basically and she is wary of institutions and organizations so she's going to have a lot to overcome to trust again and that i think is what we're going to be dealing with throughout this series yeah and and i think uh that professor huang line of uh maybe it's time to begin again is is one of the mm. the, the core uh theme line so far in the in the marketing that uh, i'm really gravitating to so it's exciting. I, I, you know, uh, I, I'll say this on the late August time frame. I enjoy that. I'm glad it's not like August 1st or something oh, like yes. that. Yes. Um, it's been a busy time for all of us, not just here at Force Center, but those out there in the world. And I, I, I feel sometimes maybe because especially Force Center's point of view on Star Wars and, and defending the joy of everyone, not just the series and the franchise and the companies that make it, but the joy of the fans who, who love this stuff. I, I, I sometimes... I hate to admit that, hey, I need a little bit of a break. I don't want to have to watch uh, this right now and do two, you know, two hour deep dives on it or read the comics mm -hmm. and books. Sometimes I just want to go have a, you know, a, a chips and salsa at a restaurant and not worry about anything Star Wars related. And <laughs> kind of in that period of time. <laughs> right and, there with you. Uh, therefore. Uh. You know, and, and, yeah. and I think sometimes it's a, it's, I, I, if I, if I, I'm afraid if I admit that, that some, someone's going to jump out of the woodwork here and be like, see Star Wars malaise, you're burnt mm. out. I'm like, no, I'm not burnt out. I'm not burnt about Star Wars. I hope this never goes away and this will never go away. But when I saw that August 23rd, I went, oh, okay. We got about another month to, before we dive in deep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the artist's way, right? Like that's what they mm -hmm. tell actors. Like, don't don't hold so on so tightly to like you have to you have to memorize, you have to do this, you have to do that. Mm -hmm. Just let it go and live your life. That's what's gonna yeah. make you a better, a better actor, better human. And and yeah. I feel like it makes me a better Star Wars fan when I'm just living my life and oh Star Wars comes in and it's like that delightful dessert that shows up. It's yeah. not like I have to clutch it all the time and experience it all the time. <laughs> it it kind of takes the joy out of it. You know what I mean? It does. It does. Too much of a good thing, right? As they yes. say. But this is going to be a great thing. I, I'm really excited for this series. And and I mentioned last week, uh, I touched upon it. Um, I'll touch upon it again just to drive it home. Like, I think over the years, because of the cult of personality that can sometimes emerge around creators, Filoni experienced that. And that wasn't something he asked for. It's just something that was given to him. And I, and I had built up a little bit of a resentment to that cult of Filoni. And and make my jokes about the man in the cowboy hat. But at the end of the day, he's someone who just loves Star Wars. He gets it. And I love listening to him talk about it. And and uh, I, I much like I need to be reminded about how much I really, really love the character of Ahsoka. I really need to be reminded about what was um, in the Clone Wars and Rebels and how much does come from Dave and others and, and Jennifer Corbett and Bad Batch and Henry Gilroy, the early days of Clone Wars and all the wonderful people that work with him. And, and Dave would be the first to give them credit, as they always say. Um, but I have to be honest, too. Sometimes the, the, the cowboy hat cult kind of got me a little bit. And uh, I've been um, 
excited to hear his words, just like I'm excited to hear Leslie Headland's words about Star Wars, because I, I agree with every word she says about the franchise. Uh, when Dave talks, I always, I, I, or read an article, I'm nodding my head, going, yep, that's it. That's it. Mm. That's why we're here. And uh, I'm excited to see that all stretched out into a series. Here, here. Well said. All right. Well, Jen, we did it. Joseph got a much uh, deserved day off. You got a much deserved uh, stretch of time off and we are uh, done talking Star Wars news. So uh, thanks for being here today. Uh, I'll let, uh, like, like you're a guest, this is your home. Um, (laughs) No, I'm happy to be back. Thank you for, thank you for having me working on my schedule. No, no, all good. Uh, I'll tell you all where you can find us. We're on Twitter, Force Center Pod. Our Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. We are on YouTube. Subscribe there. We will have a monthly live Q&A uh, in June at some point. Stay tuned for that information. We're on Instagram as well. Podcast is Acast, as on Acast, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and more. Just search or find us. Merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. You can support us directly at patreon.com slash Force Center. Follow me at Ken Napsock or go to KenNapsock.com. I am finally lining up some uh, new comedy dates, including including some stuff with Mark Ellis uh, uh, in other parts of this great nation. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Early tip is if you're in New York for New York Comic Con and you want to see some comedy, we might have something cooking for you there. But information on my website. Jen, tell them where they can find and follow you, all your TikTok videos, all the things you do, uh, including shoot and B-roll. That's right. I'm shooting B-roll of Carrie Fisher's star. Uh, you can find all of that on Instagram at Jennifer Landa, TikTok at Jennifer Landa 1138. And like I said, I'm frantically working on my Jedi beat episodes. So be sure to subscribe to our Four Center uh, YouTube channel. Yes, do that. Do that, my friends. Do that. All right, that is it. So for Ahsoka, for the man in the cowboy hat, who we do love, and all you outlaws out there, we'll see you next time here on Four Center. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.